Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Um, and I don't know if you could tell or not, but Melanie is very professional these days. She, I am. She she has a brand new fancy microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's called the Blue. Is that what it's called? Is it like yours? Blue? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is yours blue or is it white or is it silver? Mine is white. Okay. Mine is silver. Okay. Okay. It looks very much like a little kind of a very futuristic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I feel very professional and it has a tripod, although I don't, I'm sitting on the couch, so I don't really have, I've just got the tripod kind of balanced on my stomach, which feels a little awkward. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you were just holding it. Yeah, I am. Like a 1940s really... radio broadcaster. Yes, but it was like if I if you didn't connect the tripod, then at that point you were just holding like a little ball <laughs> in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. And that seemed weirder. Yeah. At that point, you're just an installment of Harry Potter. Like you're just. <laughs> it's the orb. It's, it's the, the orb. Uh huh. So, so I think it's better to have the tripod on it. I agree. I agree. But I did just fold down the tripod. Now I'm holding it more like a true microphone. Like okay. I'm Ryan Seacrest or something. Hey, it's going to get heavy. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> okay. well, yeah, I can. It's very top heavy. It's yeah. very top heavy. Yeah, but here's here's what I'll tell you is the wonder of this particular microphone is you could probably put it on your coffee table. Yes. And it would still pick you up just fine. Oh, well, I I kind of maybe I'll try that. So right now I feel very protective like I want it to all go so well for my <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Was it did we did I did we actually post the one where you had the new microphone that was iffy? Oh, that you couldn't even plug in. You couldn't yeah, plug I didn't, in. Yeah, I think we ended up doing one, but it's like I didn't even have a microphone. I just talked into my computer. So it's really no wonder that now that I've actually spent upwards of twenty five dollars on a mic that I sound better than maybe I did with the seven dollar mic and then the no mic. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I can't get over it. Like I haven't heard a truck drive past your house okay. not one time. <laughs> One time. Really? Did you hear? Did you, did you just hear the dogs? No, I didn't hear the dogs. Oh, well, that's remarkable because they just went nuts in the backyard. So no, I didn't uh, hear. Listen, wow. Let's just talk about this the whole time. I know this is fascinating for everybody. <laughs> okay, here's what I want to talk about, and okay. I know we have not talked about what we're going to talk about, but here's what I want to know. This is what I need to tell you. So I saw your Instagram, and I feel like there's this whole side of your life that involves the music of <laughs> Hamilton mm-hmm. that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. I don't know one thing about Hamilton. I know that it's a musical. Mm-hmm. I know it's sold out in New York. I know it's about the founder of the United States Treasury. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, the whole thing, in spite of all the hype, I'm like, well, that sounds like a snooze fest. <laughs> but it clearly is not. Yeah. I mean, clearly there's some hype for a reason, Yeah, but I need you to tell me a little bit about it because I mean, the Pulitzer Prize, I feel like there's so much hype that now I'm like, well, I don't feel, I feel like I'm too late to get into it. It could possibly live up to the buzz. And so I just need to let this one pass me by. Yes. Well, you're, you're kind of where I've, I've remained with Titanic all these years, actually, (laughs) is what I feel like has happened. (laughs) You know, we were... In, in our small group Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. somehow the subject of um, Chariots of Fire came up. Yes. And I said, never seen it. And they uh. all said, what? <laughs> so I've never seen it. And um, they were like, but it's it's brilliant. And I was like, I get it. I've never seen it. Like, never seen that. Never seen Titanic. Never seen The Blind Side. Yeah. Well, when I said I'd never seen The Blind Side, like, <laughs> it was like I had mortally offended a group of people. <laughs> 
I was like, hey, David, and David said, hey, you can keep talking. She's not going to see it. Like, you can no. keep on trying to persuade her. She's not going to see it. No, doesn't okay, matter so, how good it is. No, doesn't matter. Okay, so that's where you are, and I get it. Yeah. Um, okay, so here, here's the thing about Hamilton, because somebody actually said on Instagram to me, I think last week, like, you realize they didn't have air conditioning. Like, it goes, it yeah. flies in the face of everything that I. Well, Yeah you know, kind of hold to in terms of my criteria for an enjoyable literary experience, whether that's in a play or an actual book or whatever, that soundtrack to my playlist and just see if it takes. Okay. Okay. And I started to listen to it. And the more I I listened to it, I was like, well, this is, this is brilliant. This is like, this is the best writing maybe of our generation in terms of like, communicating a whole bunch of factual information in the most creative way. And so here's okay, what, here's where okay. that took me. So, um, and, and the story itself is so compelling and yes. so modern and so completely fits in with where we are right now in, in modern history. So, so here's what happened. So as I listened, I kind of wanted to know more about the background. And so uh-huh. when I would, I would get writer's block, I would go on YouTube and I would watch, videos like of the, <laughs> an interview I don't even I don't even know what to say about this <laughs> listen I'm oh, honest to goodness U.S. I, history yeah mm-hmm. yeah I would watch things like I don't, I don't even know how to describe how it sort of it, and the reason probably why I didn't I didn't tell you more about it as it was happening I didn't even tell David like I was kind of embarrassed like it took you were me. in your shame you were <laughs> in your shame I just I thirst for American history college I didn't know how to I didn't know how to like and like finally one day I didn't know how to broach the subject it's not my thing like I don't I'm, like I'm that person that's like you know what they were back then they were hot but but I have something to tell you, there is a man in my life, his name is Alexander, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. You and may recognize him from our currency. Here's his picture as she hands him a $10 bill. So, See, I couldn't even remember. I wanted to say which bill he was on, but I'd have gone for the 20th and I would have gone. Yeah. So... so so I didn't like I didn't to probably like a month in into it because I'm gonna tell you I got obsessed with it in a way that was so like it is forever in my brain associated with with Giddy Up Eunice okay because okay. it was my go to like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I get that it was my go to mm-hmm. and then I started finding all the videos of the cast like in different interviews and that kind of stuff well then I got fascinated with the guy who wrote it because he used to be an English teacher. Oh, okay. And like, I feel like I know way too much about him and way too much about the entire creative process. I'm here to tell you, there's a commemorative book that I ordered. Oh, I saw. That was when yeah, I was like, yeah. well, we're going to have to have a discussion about this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Okay, so so in the middle of all this, so I don't know wh- when it was, but my friend Erin Moon, um, I, she said something on Twitter and I immediately texted her and I said, okay, so, so you're watching Hamilton stuff too. And so we kind of connected there and started going back and forth about it. And then I realized that my friend Casey, who was also in my small group, that mm-hmm. she was all into it. It was kind of like, you yeah. know, we were all sort of in our separate corners with it, not talking about it. Yes. But completely yeah. like geeked out on it. And so, um, so it is maybe the nerdiest thing I have really committed to in my adult I life. I don't think there's any maybe about it. <laughs> I think you... so, so, I mean, like, 
I can't tell you. I mean, I've I've dragged Alex into this thing because here's here's the other part. Of it. It's like I mean, there's 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 battles and there's you know they're fighting a war and he loves history. So for him, the historical part yeah. of it, he's kind of fascinated by. And like I really, I feel like I know more about the late 1700s than I ever have. I mean, well, I clearly. <laughs> But it's brilliant. Like, it's really, okay. it's real. like, I thought it was gimmicky because I just uh-huh. kept, I kept hearing like how it's like, you know, it's got rap in it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, that's going to be some like, like some okay. bad, you know, PSA where somebody's trying to rap to be relevant. Listen, it's genius. Okay. Well, that kind of makes me now, I'm a little intrigued and it makes me want to listen to a little music. This is what I'm afraid of though. This is, I'm afraid, this is what I've envisioned that I'm going to like get caught up in the hype. And I'm going to download this Hamilton soundtrack. And it's going to be one of those. It's going to be like, let's go down to the treasury. Let's go make some bills. You know? No, it's not that at all. Hey, it's, I I mean, like, and it's got all this. What now? I feel better about that. And then here's the thing. As my web of nerdery has expanded. Like, I found an article about um, all the biblical references references in Hamilton because it's chock full. Like, it's there was an article in Christianity Today about all the biblical references in Hamilton, and I tweeted it. And then a girl I used to teach said, no way, Ms. Hudson. The person who wrote that is my professor at King's College. And oh. So, and, like, and so I was like, oh, I'm so happy. And so then some of the English teachers at school kind of got into it and then they would come in in the mornings after listening to the soundtrack and they would just be just have tears you know just like these tear stained faces this morning I turned it on taking Alex to school and this one song came on and I was crying before I got to the interstate like I was like I can't even explain it it's it's so emotionally charged and I'm gonna tell you one more really nerdy thing and then I'll shut up about it no I'm fascinated okay so one of the things that has really gotten me about this thing, I think, and you will relate to this as somebody who writes, is that every character in this, in the, in the, in the whole production, even the ones that are supposedly the villains, are so relatable. And like, it's so clear that somebody wrote about them with such compassion and empathy, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Like they're very yes. human. And so there's this affection for people that, that kind of comes out of it. And like, I don't even know myself for being, for liking this thing as much as I do. I really don't. David has not. So finally I tell David like, Hey, I've been kind of listening to Hamilton a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> like kind of every day, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for like long stretches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> long stretches on the weekends. And he said, you know, I've heard about it, but I've never listened to it or anything. And he still has not listened to it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I love it. So, so yesterday, um, I, I had gotten some senior girls who also love it. Um, we were going to like sit at lunch and talk about it with a couple of, the, uh, of English teachers. And I remembered on the way to school about Aaron, my friend. So yes. I, I texted Aaron and, um, and said, Hey, do you want to come like have lunch with us? And she was like, absolutely. I do. And we sat and talked about it. I can't even tell you. It was like the best book club ever. Like I was, I was so happy the rest of the day. I can't like, I don't even know myself. I'm sorry. Oh no. I think that was when, when I saw yesterday, I was like, okay, you've had a lunch meeting (laughs) over this thing. Like, I think that was the tipping point where I was like, this is beyond like, you're not just listening to like, Hey, the new day barn CD is really good or whatever. Like it's, 
no, there's been I, a tipping point yes, into fanaticism. Yes, yes, I feel like I have committed to this thing, like maybe, I don't even know, like maybe moonlighting when I was in high school was the last thing that sort of captured me. But, but I think a, a huge part of this is that just, I am awed by how brilliantly, like brilliantly written it is. I'm, it's crazy good. Like if you listen to it, I think you'll come away with that same thing. Like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that, that something could be this rich and, and dense. And even with the songs, you know how, you know, I've never liked a musical because I'm always, I always feel like they force the narrative. Like, yes, well, know, that's, let's now is go when we're going to, to the, the treasury. Store. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. These apples are delicious and I need yeah. some more for breakfast and I, you know, like, just. Yes. Yes. Oh, Oklahoma, um, <laughs> where the winds come sweeping down the so plains. I've, I've never been a fan, and but this one has gotten me. I mean, it's just the story. Just oh my word. Okay. Well, I, now that makes me want to. I just I felt like I have this thing where I'm like, what is it in your brain? Mm-hmm. As opposed to maybe I've had some shame because I'm like, what is it in my brain that you're like, hey, I really got into the musical Hamilton while I was writing. And I also the movie Spotlight about the reporters at the Boston Globe, whatever. And I'm like, hey, I've been watching The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, yeah, that is what I have needed for some sort of creative boost. But you know what? It, I think what it was was for some reason with this book, this last one, I was I was so tired. I think when I well. When I started it last summer, I was really worn down and it was kind of yeah. like, so I, I remember like I, that new Need to Breathe album last year totally inspired me. And so I started it feeling really inspired by people who were great writers. And I yeah. think that's kind of what stayed with me um, kind of all the way through. And then like, like later in the summer, Jen Hatmaker's book came out and I thought some of her stuff was so funny and that really kind of inspired me. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, I don't know, I think it just, I, I was just constantly looking for stuff that, that kind of sparked me and spurred me on, because I so wrote this book in little pockets, yes, which I had not yes. done with the other two. And so, yeah. I don't know, it just... I get that. Well, clearly, you're not alone. I mean, he, he, I mean, everybody agrees. I mean, he won the Pulitzer. I mean, when has that ever happened for a musical? Has it ever happened? It, it, I saw this, I, I saw this morning when I was reading about it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have may have read a few things about it. Um, yeah, um, it has happened, but it hasn't happened in in several several years. Okay, so okay. well, it's all very impressive. It's you know for me not to like history. I think I think a lot as I listen and I listen to the music a lot because I, I don't know. I'm I'm just a goob about it, but. Um, yeah, it's just the the retelling of a story I would have never thought I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now I feel like I need to check it out. But I think I have to wait now until I actually finish my book because I, I cannot allow myself one more distraction right now. I know. I get it. And I kind of had to take a break around Christmas from it because it's so many words. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of words coming at you when you're trying to come up with words. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had to take a break for about four to six weeks from it. 
Um, I think that's when I went on a big hunt for some instrumental music because I just I couldn't take the words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so, weird to me how that process because I'm like that. Like sometimes like this weekend I was in a thing where I was like, I need to read some good words to help me with my words. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like I pulled down like bossy pants. I got out me talk pretty one day. I was like, I just need to like laugh and read something funny to mm-hmm. remember how to be funny. Um, But then sometimes I'm like, that makes it worse, where I'm like, I can't read anything that is remotely similar to anything I may want to write because I can't, then it makes my brain hurt. Well, for me, it's like when I'm wanting to get going on something, words help me. But when Mm -hmm. I'm trying to finish something, words Mm -hmm. are a total distraction. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I know I have not listened to music nearly as much writing this book as I have my previous ones. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why that is. I mean, I go in pockets, but overall, like last time, if I didn't have earbuds in, if I didn't have music, I could not do it. And this time, it's almost like sometimes it's too much of a distraction. I get it. But I think I have more going on in my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think Mm -hmm. I just have so much outside noise anyway that that just becomes more outside noise. And before, it hadn't been like that as much. Right. I get it. So... Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm completely, I'm just captivated by it, and I I don't know. I, but here's what I would say. If you're going to listen to it, like, you, you kind of got to listen to it in stretches. Okay. So, like, to go in and listen to the first song, you'd be like, I don't get it. But if, mm-hmm. you, if you'll listen to kind of four or five songs at a time, and it's mm-hmm. it's not all for little ears, by the way. But okay. um, just like if anybody's thinking, like, oh, I'll listen to with my kids in the car. Like, no, maybe not. Okay. Okay. Um, not that there's anything, it's not like that the whole way through, but there is some language in it. But, um, but yeah, I mean like four or five songs at a time and you kind of start to get a, a, a feel for the story. I don't know. I think you would really like it because of the historical aspect. I think you would be fascinated by it. I really I know. do. I can get, you know, I can get sucked into some history. So it's really interesting and, and. Um. I don't know. I'll quit talking about it. But no, so yesterday I'm... was really, it was a highlight, like just to sit in a room with people and be able to talk about it. You know, I don't know. Just Mm-mm. no. And I nearly, I was going to ask you about it yesterday, but I thought, no, I'm going to save it for the podcast because mm-hmm. I felt like it would be, I felt like it was a good, I felt like the audience as a whole could benefit sure. from sure. the appeal of Hamilton. Yes. Well, so, uh, um, until I, you know, like, you know me, like, I feel like I, I don't know. And I have a friend who, I don't know who has a sister. Well, I won't even get into all that, but I feel a a weird connection to it. Like, I just, I feel a weird connection to it. Okay. So. Okay. All right. All right. So highly recommend. Okay. All right. So, um, Um, okay. So you've talked about Giddy Up Eunice. So that's coming out. Oh yeah. In June. In June. It's not too far away. How about that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you're aware. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good, y'all. You probably want to go ahead and get it if you haven't ordered it already. I'll just put that plug in there because I know Sophie's not going to say that, but it is already available on Amazon and at all your booksellers for pre-order. Hey, it's different. You know, it's different. And that's the thing I think that, that you know. I, I've read it. I'm aware it's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I just I want people to understand it's a little different than what I've it, written before. It is, but it isn't. It is, but at the same time, it's everything that people love about your writing. So I don't think anybody, it, listen, anybody who listens to this podcast is going to be like, this is very different. 
Um, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm really, you know, you know, I mean, you know, I had the, I, ha- I had the best time writing it. It was more fun to me to write than, than, than anything I've ever done. But I think because it was different and because it's not as much about just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is about me, but it's also about a bunch of other stuff. And so I really loved writing it. I really did. That's a, good. A, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. To write. Yeah. I hope it will be enjoyable to read. It is. It's so enjoyable to read. And it's very, you learn a lot. And it's just, it's got, it's the whole package. It's a lot. It's got a lot going on. And it's great. Okay. So that just reminded me. So, you know, you know this, that I've been recording the audio books for all three books. Yes. And unlike you, I have been unable to just blaze through that process in a a, a day. (laughs) Like... Melanie has a skill and that apparently she can record a whole book in a day. It seems to take me a little bit longer. Um, well, but I think you've got somebody, I think you've got a pickier sound engineer that you're working with. Who's I have more a, of a purist than maybe uh, my yeah. guy is. I do have a very thorough sound guy. And listen, I have come to adore him and his wife. They are precious. Um, like I could just, I could take them home with me, Don and Betty. They're just, okay. they're darling. Betty plays bridge. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. They're just, they're darling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and don't does... you feel like they know so much more about you than anything they know? Some of that stuff, I'm not going to lie, is a little awkward to read out loud. Oh, for sure. But, but yesterday I was doing, so I've done a little salty to cut this week. Uh, yesterday I was reading um, Home is where my, where my People Are. And I honestly, like, I have to go read, like, for an hour or an hour and a half at the time. Because that's all my schedule will, will accommodate because I work. And so, so I left work. I went to pick up Alex. We went down to the recording studio. Um, and I was reading. Well, I don't know if this was your experience, but I have to go into this airless booth. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. And, and by airless, I mean there is no air that comes into it. Um, and yesterday was kind of warm here, and, and, and Don and Betty didn't have the air in the studio turned down just super low when I went in anyway. So I kind of thought, oh, this is this is going to be warm. Like, this is, this may get toasty. And um, and sure enough, mm-hmm. I, um, I read three chapters of Home is Where My People Are, and when I... When I kind of looked up and got ready to go, the windows of the studio were fogged. Oh, like, oh, yes, ma'am. that's not, that is not pleasant. That is not pleasant. So the irony that somebody who writes about heat as much as I do um, would just burn slap up reading those books aloud is not lost on me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, well, you know what I think it is now? I think a couple of things. Number one, I have always done mine because of how my books have fallen, how they're going to come out. And I did each of mine as they came out. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. And it was always February was when I recorded oh, them. I long for February. Yeah. So I think it's a different deal because, yes, I was in an airless booth, but it was February. So I never felt like I was, you know, it was not hot outside. Mm-hmm. Like I go in, I go in with a big drink. And then um, yesterday I got a, uh, a drink out of their machine. So I would have something in cold to press up against my wrists. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> terrible. But I mean, yeah, it's just, it, it, I don't know. It just is what it is. And I don't know. It's been funny though to reread them because mm-hmm. I haven't. So that's, but that's been kind of fun. So I've still got to read the new one in the next couple of weeks and get that done. So, okay. 
Okay. Well, I found that for me, I feel like the first hour was almost the hardest. And then once I got going, it's almost like my voice relaxed and I got better. I got better and everything felt more natural as I went on. Yeah, I feel like a three hour session is about as much as I want to do because then my voice kind of starts to trail off Mm -hmm. and get weak. Like I've got to I've got to teach in our junior high Thursday and Friday. And so I know I can't go those two days because my voice will be shot when I go. Okay. So I, I kind of have to, you know, like if I, or if I have a day when I've talked a whole bunch with girls, mm-hmm. that's a, that's going to be a real short day of recording. So mm-hmm. 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 I get that. I get that. The good news is I can live a lot of my life like a hermit and not talk to anybody. <laughs> and so when I go, it's like, I can just get all my words out. But I know the times that I've done it when I get home that night, it's like, I cannot talk at all. Like I'm done. Right. Exactly. Like your throat hurts the whole thing. Yes. Yes. Yesterday, I only because I only read for like an hour and a half, we got in the car to come home and I felt almost like I'd warmed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we were singing on the way home and I kind of felt like I'd never sounded better. I mean, I felt like yeah. I had really done some intensive vocal yeah. exercises. Well, and you belted along to the Hamilton soundtrack. I, as you I, drove I, down I the- absolutely did. I did. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, oh I'm such a fun. nerd. No, I love it. I think it's great. It makes me want to check it out. So, Hey, but have you seen Spotlight, honestly? Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I have not. And I actually saw it on my, it's on our U-verse right now. And so there's, in fact, there's several movies and I can't yes. think of them right now that I've been wanting to see. Um, but I just I haven't had a chance to. I just, I feel like we've been so, I don't know what we've been doing, but we're like Saturday, I did have a pocket of time, but I got sucked into Kimmy Schmidt. And so I ended up watching that because I just needed something like, I knew what my, I just needed something brainless to watch. Well, that's like last night we, we got home. I don't know what time it was. <clears> I had to stop and pick up supper because that's a whole other topic. How I have not been cooking. I can't, like, I, it's like I can't cook yeah. right now. I, me neither. But we got home about 6.30 maybe and I and ate supper. And I was like, okay, it's 7 o'clock. So I should have some serious, like, wind down time in here. And I don't know what I did. But mm-hmm. before I knew it, it was 11. And I had not really done anything like you know that would Mm -hmm. sort of recharge my batteries I had Mm -hmm. I I don't know what I had done but I know I know I feel like that's me right now like I haven't read I'm not reading a Mm -hmm. lot yeah I'm watching a lot but something's taken up my time I mean I think some of it which this week is different because Caroline it's been so rainy here and so like she didn't have soccer last night and she won't have soccer but when we do soccer that's a I mean we have to leave our house at five and we don't get home until 8 15 8 30 So it's like that's such a big chunk of time. And then by mm-hmm. the time we get home and showered and everybody eats and all that stuff, it just, it's kind of like that's my evening. And so I only have about an hour time. And a lot of times that's either spent doing a blog post or just checking email and that kind of stuff. I just don't have a lot of time right now. And then during the day, I feel like everything I do needs to be trying to write. Yeah, trying to get some words out. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. um, I thought, well, last night and the night before, I was like, I'm going to write a blog post. It's like I got maybe 25 words out and my eyes were crossing. Like, I'm just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I I, honestly, I wanted to write about, you know, I went to to Mississippi State this past weekend just for a night. Um, Yeah. And I wanted to write about that whole experience. I don't know. I, I like, I kind of wanted, I had a whole thing in my head driving home. Yeah. And then it was like, I just, I don't know. I just, oh, I, I that. wanted to sleep more, you know, mm-hmm. when I got, when I got home. Mm-hmm. I get it. I totally get it. So, and I, w- I will tell you, um, I have noticed, um, nobody, you, 
people may not know this, but Texas A&M won all three games in Startful this past weekend in baseball. We did. Uh, that won all three. Swept. <laughs> it was a mm-hmm. it was a big moment, but that was what did they say? That was the first to give you an idea of what a huge deal that was and how good Mississippi State baseball is. That's the first time what that y'all lost all three games in a SEC series since like 2010 or something I like that. So. Did and I read it was, that? It was the first series we haven't won this year, mm-hmm. and and so um, yeah, I mean it's the first time we've gotten swept I think in a long time. But um, but everybody, I, I can't tell you how complimentary people were about the Aggies. I mean, like nobody was really even because I mean we have a young team. They're really talented. They're really good. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. that y'all are just y'all are y'all are great. And and um, I and I promise I'm not gonna I, I won't go too far with all the sports stuff. But like one of the best hitting baseball teams I have ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, we were on. We, yeah. But the thing is, is, I think they said by the time the weekend was over, nobody on our team hit less than 450. Oh, it was crazy. Y'all yeah. hit everything. And mm-hmm. had figured out, I think a couple of our young pitchers had really figured out what their tendencies were and, mm-hmm. and what their pitch patterns are. But but hit everything, hit it, I mean, and like and, and knock the cover off the ball. Like, didn't just, there were no dingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just really hit the ball. And then... Um, the other thing I think was like the, one of the best fielding teams I've ever seen. Y'all don't make mistakes. So, so I mean, but I think baseball is so funny because we lost two out of three to Florida. Who's the number one team in the nation. And then y'all went down there and took mm -hmm. two out of three at Florida. And so some of it to me is, so that's what we talked about. Like, I think it's all about who's hitting good and who's pitching good on any given day. Like it really does go back and forth. It's chemistry and rhythm, I think. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I don't know. We we just historically don't do great in big games. And I'm telling you, like I, I sent you that picture. There were eight thousand people out in the outfield. Easy. That is crazy. That Saturday is crazy afternoon, for a there were almost crowd. yeah almost sixteen thousand people there. And so I mean that's a huge crowd. And historically, we don't do so great with that. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of do better in the day to day. And so, um, but even still, it was still fun to watch. I mean, y'all are oh, a yeah. really good team. And even our waiter at Chewy's Sunday, I said something about how I'd been to Startville and how y'all had, you know, y'all had beaten us. And he mm-hmm. said, hey, I think they're going to be the last one standing. I really do. Uh, so uh, from his mouth to God's ears, I would love it. <laughs> you know, we've never done it. We've never I know, done it. We haven't either. Yeah. So we've never even made it to the fi- to the top two. Y'all have made it to the finals. We haven't yeah, even we made did. it to the finals. hammered. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> well, but you made it there. We you did make there. it. Yeah. So I really hope we do. I hope that what I hope for this team is we lost two out of three at Florida and like stunk it up. And then we came home and we lost, or did we lose all three at Florida? We may have just gotten swept at Florida. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. And then we came home and we lost to Rice. So we lost like four in a row and it was like, well, here we go. And then all of a sudden it was like, they turned a corner. It was like mentally they decided that's not who they were going to be. So I'm, at least I'm hoping I'm projecting. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. they have decided. So it was kind of like our basketball team. You know, they went on a big slump. And then once they turned it around, they ended up doing pretty well until Oklahoma. Sure. Well, yeah. that was so. that was tricky. Okay, not to create just a completely awkward transition, but we had to break when we were recording earlier because we had things to do. That's right. <laughs> we had things to do. So now we are back. Um, I have to say, though, like I went back and just put that first part in GarageBand. Yeah. You sound incredibly professional on your new microphone. <laughs> it's just, it's, you just sound 
You sound fantastic. Well, I couldn't be happier about it. I'm so glad. Can you hear Mabel scratching next to me? I can't hear Mabel this time. Maybe okay. it's proximity, but yeah, she's. I mean, she could literally not be closer to me unless she was inside my body. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Hazel's looking my hand right now as I am okay. talking. Like it's very important to her that she's close to me as well. So okay. Well, after we got off earlier. I ended up, I had to run to the store, I had to go run a couple errands, and then I ended up taking them down to the dog park. Mm-hmm. Well, not the dog park, because we don't really go to the dog park anymore, because our social skills <laughs> just are lacking. Sure. So we went to the big park, but it's been rainy here for so many days. So mm-hmm. I mean, there were just the whole thing was just mud puddles, and so the dogs had the best time. But then when we got home, they stunk so bad and were so muddy, I had to hose them down. And so I haven't let them back inside until just now. So Mabel is feels like we're peaches and her. We are reunited yeah. and it feels so good because mm-hmm. she's had to be away from me all afternoon. She's beside herself. Yes, yes. But now she's had dinner and all is well. But I mean, after three days, I mean, we had a lot of energy to burn. So how bad is the rain there? Here, it's not that bad. Like, we probably got like four and a half, five inches of rain. Okay. Houston, Houston got it way worse. Houston got it way worse. And like, my parents are there right now. And you know, their house is like in the Galleria, right. west area. And like, it, it rained really bad there, but they aren't having all the problems. Like, where everything is really bad, like a friend of mine in the neighborhood I grew up in, which is off in 1960 for you Houston familiar people mm-hmm. so more like towards the woodlands like all that kind of direction mm-hmm. is apparently where it got really bad and there's a lot of creeks and stuff there and so apparently that's the big issue is these creeks keep rising mm. so but i mean they're saying in some places they got as much as 20 inches of rain and that's a that's a whole lot of rain plus we'd already had so much rain mm-hmm. so you think that was falling on already saturated ground so it was wow. i mean i know really bad really bad so um, but the good news is, is it was supposed to rain there again all day today and here and it stopped. So I feel like God spared us that because, yeah. um, we did not get any more rain and I, d- I don't know that they did either. So, okay. uh, yeah, so here it's just been nice cause it's kind of canceled soccer practice and we've had a lot more downtime than we usually have. I know we don't have any, we don't have any week practices this week and I don't even know what to do with myself except be, ha- you know, just be happy to be home. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's, it's like, well, today, because I felt all this pressure to get all this stuff done, because I'm used to, like, I've got to have everything finished by the time I pick Caroline up from school, because it's pretty much like get home, get her settled, and then head to practice. But I was like, oh, I can go to the grocery store at 4.30 if I want to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Um, so anyway, but apparently I did laugh because I was like, my family, you, that's Hazel. Oh my, I was like, are you hungry? No, she wants, do you need a snack? No, she wants to get up in my lap and I won't let her because then she'll lick the microphone. Yes. And how is that helpful? Well, no, and it's a very fancy microphone. I have full appreciation for it now. Sure. So she is, um, she wants, Mm -hmm. again, she wants to be right beside me and I'm in a chair. Like I will probably here in a minute I'll pull the other office chair up beside me and let her get up in that Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. she has the illusion of being really close to me I know I feel like there was a lady did I tell you that when I did that book signing at the junk gypsy store there was a lady there and she was carrying around her little dog with her and she told me that she couldn't bear to ever leave her at home so she had her registered as an emotional support dog Mm -mm. yes Mm -mm. yes Uh uh-huh so she did not tell me that (laughs) 
Yeah, so she has her registered as an emotional support dog so that she can travel with her on airplanes and all manner of things. So she, I mean, she can take her in anywhere that you would take like a guide dog, but it's an emotional wow. support dog. And it made me think maybe I should get Mabel registered as my emotional support <laughs> Nothing would please Hazel more. I mean. <laughs> Except you might be her emotional support person. Oh, yeah, that's true. Somebody mm-hmm. asked me, I think when we were at the, we were at this, um, festival in, in Starkville Saturday and my friend Daphne said what would Hazel be doing if she were here mm-hmm. and I said well for one thing she'd be she'd be inside my neck like she yeah. would be with all those dogs and all those small kids she would be she would she would figure out a way like to like just cling to me mm-hmm. 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 yeah that's Mabel she really like for all that she loves me in fact we were laughing because it's fiesta time here in San Antonio. And so Saturday morning is the pooch parade, which Mm -hmm. is like a parade and everybody dresses their dogs up and it's like kind of around our neighborhood. And we were talking about whether or not we were going to go watch the pooch parade. And I said, you know, they have all the, during the coronation, you have all like the world duchesses and princesses and their names are always like, you know, Christiana of the house of Shankle, you know, whatever. And I said, I would like to dress Mabel up as like one of the duchesses and like Mabel from the house of crazy, you know, just like with her googly eyes. And she would be like, I know she's, she's a complex girl. So she's got a lot of feelings, but I just, I thought that was interesting that that lady had her dog registered as an emotional support dog. I didn't know that you could do that. I, I didn't either, but I do think you're right. I think really we would have to register me as Hazel's emotional support yeah. and, register, and, and register you as Mabel's emotional support. Yeah, yeah. And they really would not be fit really for true, because I was like, I could no more put her on a plane with me, you know? I mean, that would be insanity. But this little dog was just like, I mean, it was like, if anything has ever been Xanaxed out, it was this little dog. And maybe it's just its temperament, but it was one of those little white kind of fluffy and it just... Mm-hmm sat in her arms and everybody would pet it and it was so cute and so um clearly she has no fear of a lawsuit which is right. what i would have if i took mabel certainly, out certainly certainly yes so. yes oh. all right so what else so we, we talked about we talked about my hamilton obsession yes we talked about college baseball you know what we need to talk about that you and i both have now because i had to i've ordered the of too big of a size and I had to reorder, but those Birkenstocks, those oh. summer Birkenstocks, oh. are they not the best things ever? They're like pillows. I mean, it's, they've made me so happy because these are the months, like the warmer months, I transitioned to wearing my flip-flops around the house as house shoes because I don't really like a house shoe, but like I wear my Birkenstocks now all the time. They're, they're so comfortable. It reminds me of when, before I even knew about Crocs, there was some mm-hmm. kind of shoe that like nurses were wearing and they weren't Crocs. I think they had another name that I bought at a store here in Birmingham. And I remember putting them on my feet and thinking, how, how, how have I not had these my whole life? How has there been something this comfortable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have not known about it. That's how comfortable those Birkenstocks, mm-hmm. Birkenstocks are. They're, they're so, so comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. And they're so cute because they're so, I'm sure Sophie will put up the link because that's the kind of professional. Sure. I'm making a, I'm making a note, right? I've gotten out my, my folder, my manila oh, folder. Good. Your file of facts. My file of facts. And my, and I have a Sharpie and I'm going to oh, write it down. Perfect. That I need to link to Birkenstocks. But I'd put them, I found them when I was looking for stuff for Fashion Friday, like two or three weeks ago. And I immediately texted you then and you said, did. 
look at these. Like, look. It, and so since then, all the Shankles own them now. So Perry has a navy pair. Caroline opted for a navy pair. And I have the hot pink pair like you. Well, um... I mean, but I kind of want an orange pair now, but I like them so much. Well, they're... you know, I almost order, ordered the orange, and then I couldn't figure out how I could pull off orange because mm -hmm. it's just not my color. If I think yeah. if I got another one, I'd get the navy. Yeah, the navy look real, and they look really cute on Caroline, and that's a good guy color. Like, they're a good one. Like, Perry and Caroline are going fishing tomorrow afternoon, and they're both super excited about taking their Birkenstocks with them because it to it's a game changer in terms of waterproof comfort. Sure, comfort. you can wear them in the water. Mm -hmm. And the price point's only $35, which yes. for a Birkenstock is, I mean, that's a good price. But all the comfort of a regular Birkenstock. Yeah. I, yeah, I will say like this past weekend, Friday, I guess, and it was cool and startful at the baseball game, but I wore my real Birkenstocks and it was really like no time had passed at all since I mm -hmm. was in college. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they were so comfortable and then I, I hadn't even told you this then the next day I wore some of my like taller black sandals yeah and I was we were walking we were with it was da I was with Daphne and her brother Joel mm -hmm. and we had parked kind of by the ag school and we were walking to the football stadium for the spring game yeah and I got the end of the toe of my sandal caught on a piece of pavement oh and no. when I tell you like oh. <laughs> I I, I'm fairly certain for that there was a brief moment when I flew. Like, I, oh, <laughs> I oh. really, but I landed on my right knee. Oh, no. And, um, oh. which looks like I have had the bicycle accident to end mm. all bicycle accidents. But I had my, I had my phone in my hand and I had Starbucks in my hand. And the Starbucks went everywhere. Luckily, it oh. went, like, forward. But my phone flew and, um, and I just remember... Joel said, said, Soph, are you okay? And then Daphne said, is your phone okay? Is your phone okay? <laughs> well, because we all appreciate what that means yeah. to have to but deal it, with that phone. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's oh. going to be fine. But still, oh. like it was, you know, it's just one of those things where Joel was like saying, you ready to get up? I was like, I just, I just need a minute mm -hmm. here on my knee. Like, mm -hmm. just give me a minute on my knee. Oh, oh, that hurts me. I hate a skin knee. I hate a skin knee more than anything. It's something. I mean, it's... I know. What have you been wearing? Loose pants this week? Um. Well, you know, I pretty much always wear loose pants, well, but um, true. but yeah, You've I been have skin tight skinny jeans. This yeah, week. yeah, I hadn't had on my skinny jeans this uh -huh. week or my leggings with my short top. Uh -huh. Um, but I, I did. But we went. We had to go downtown um later this afternoon for something, and I. Um, I had to go upstairs and I was like, you go reminded me when I was so sunburned in college. I was like, gotta give me a second to bend mm. this thing, but it's gonna be fine. Yes, it'll be fine. But man, I hate getting over stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, Perry has had a thing that he had cut off his foot. Did I tell you that? A yes, little you did. cancer spot. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's had cut off and he had stitches and there was a whole thing. They had to cauterize it because it wouldn't quit bleeding. It it was one of those typical things where the doctors say it'll be no big deal. It right. might be a little sore. You might need a band-aid. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, this was like a full-fledged. And so here we are like a week and a half later. But every time I look at it, it makes my stomach kind of go, <laughs> like I just, it just makes me real. Oh, you know me. I love a wound. You know oh. how I am about that kind of stuff. Oh, it just, mm. I mean, God, and it looks so painful and just, and he's really liked to tell me about how they had to really pinch it together to stitch all that stuff. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Oh, I know. So, mm. 
anyway, but that that is that. And then I'm just trying to think. I was going to bring up the Birkenstocks. I feel like they're a summer necessity. Yeah, they're a good one. It's a good pole shoe. It's a good camp mm-hmm. shoe for mm-hmm. if you're if beach you're gonna, shoe. Yeah, yeah, all of can, the above. Yep, you can hose them off, and they don't weigh a thing. Mm-mm. They're brilliant. Um, but other than that, I don't really feel like I have a lot. Now, <laughs> well, I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> I was just thinking. What? Well, I was just thinking like it was, I don't know, maybe time before last, we were like, we're going to make some lists. Mm-hmm. Like we are going to make some lists of some things that we can discuss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we won't ever have this problem. Yeah. Uh, well, I made my list. It was Birkenstocks and Hamilton. <laughs> I made a list too, but I I don't remember where I put it. Like, <laughs> I made a list. Um, it had some things on it that that one of the mine was baseball for sure. One of mine was baseball, and um, and that was that's really all I can remember. Um, I have found a lipstick that I like a lot. Oh, what is it? <laughs> what she says with great interest. Yeah, uh, I, oh, I want to know. Okay, no, it's an Urban Decay lipstick, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, they all have to have dramatic names. Yes. This one is it's called Rapture. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> you put it on your lips, and then it disappears suddenly. <laughs> yes, and then it goes on to its heavenly reward. Which isn't that so telling of what I grew up in, that I don't think of Rapture as in, like, ecstasy. I immediately think of Jesus has come back, and I have been left behind. Well, you know, I contend that I, I have, have delegated a significant portion of my brain to the Left Behind series. So yes. I, I immediately, I'm right there with you. Like I go mm-hmm. to, you yeah. know, Hazel, yeah. Hazel, oh, Alex just walked in. Give me just one second, please. Okay. What's your name, bud? No, one calls my own. That good? But if you walked in it an hour ago, you would have screamed and it looks a lot better. It looks a lot better. Okay. Just coming in for a closet update. He was cleaning out his closet. Okay, is... I'm, can I tell you, it's so, has just thrown me, and I don't know if you can leave this into the podcast, but it was like, you're like, it's Alex coming in, and I'm expecting like, hi, mom, and he's like, hey, I just cleaned out my closet, <laughs> and I, it's so jarring to me. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I told Gully that the other day, like Jackson's 14 now. And I said, and I still, it still throws me off when I'm like, hey, Jax, what's going on? He's like, hey, Mel, what's going on? And I'm like, that's so weird to me. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Oh, God. Mm. And his, I mean, his voice is still changing. I don't, I mean, I think maybe when it's all yeah. said and done, he may have a, he may have a career as some sort of disc jockey. Um, I know. Um, well, David has a good deep voice. He does have a deep voice. He has a he has mm-hmm. a good deep voice, but the mm-hmm. the transition thing has been bizarre. Just as crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Golly. Okay. So it's like the Brady Bunch episode. That change, change, uh, uh, change. Oh, when, his, when his voice cracks, I call him Peter Brady. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, so. Okay. So anyway, it's just it's called Rapture. <laughs> It's okay. a good, if you're fair skinned, it's a good berry color. But I, but I had had it in the sheer before. I bought it in the matte, and I like the matte so much better. Okay, okay. Now, do you feel like a matte, now do you put a gloss on top of it, or do you truly wear it as a matte? Well, this is a creamy matte. Like, it's not, a, okay. this is not a real hardcore, like, long-lasting one. So, it's still, it's okay. got a lot of, of shine to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but now a tree mat, I can't wear without putting something on it. It just, I feel like my lips are seizing up and turning into my teeth. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's what I was going to say. Like, Not I that I have it, strong feelings about it at all. No, but I'm saying I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I think they look really dramatic on some people, but I cannot do it. I don't think they translate to, I think they're like a, it's like a supermodel lipstick. It's not a true life lipstick. And I'm going to make sure, I'm going to look real quick and make sure I'm saying that that's right when I call it the matte, because they have three kinds and I want to make sure that I'm, of course, I want to make sure that we are. This is the most accurate information possible. That's right. Up to the minute. Up to the minute. I'm going to look at Sephora on, um, for Urban Decay. One moment, please. Hey, I, was, I had a speaking thing the other night. And, um, oh, wait, you know what we've got to talk about? It's, it's me going to Justin Bieber. That's what we've got to talk about. Oh, you were a believer. Yes. <laughs> Listen, that's, yes. A, that's, a, that's a special edition right there. Um, I, I- I know we haven't really even talked about you going. I know because I was so tired. I couldn't form I couldn't form a sentence the next well, day. Well, it's funny because Gully actually asked me the other day. She goes, I need you to tell me about Sophie going to the Justin Bieber concert because <laughs> she didn't know until she saw your picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And she said, that seems real out of character to me. And I said, I agree. I felt like it was a little out of character. Listen, so, I, I, I'm going through a midlife crisis apparently. Like I... Yeah. I, I'm sure it was a great show. Well, okay, so I'm going to tell you something. Okay, it's so no by Hamilton, the way, what, what, oh, no, it's, it's not, not Hamilton. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so there's Urban Decay has a sheer revolution, a revolution. This is like Prince okay. and um, an amount revolution. The one that I have is the revolution. So it's not quite all the way matte. Okay. It's in between the sheer and the matte revolution. It's just, I will, okay. I will. Here, let me add that to my file folder so I can link to it in the in the proper way. Thank you. Thank you. Urban I know. Decay. I recently just bought some of that NYX lipstick. You know, that real yeah. cheap lipstick. Because I read, I was looking through a InStyle magazine, Beauty Buys. I think it was the April edition. And it was talking about best, like, bargain. And that was one of their things, the NYX lipstick. So hey, one, of my, one of my senior girls at school, when she, she has a color in that, and I don't know what it's called. But one day I was like, that is the most gorgeous lipstick. Like, what, hey, what is that? And that was a color I couldn't wear. But I mean, just the, the, the pigment on it, just it was so rich looking. Mm-hmm. And it was that NYX <laughs> lipstick. Okay. Well, I bought the, I bought some gloss and a lip liner just to try it out. But I mean, they were both like $4 a piece. You bought a lip liner. Yes. I've decided I like lip liner. I don't know. It's like a new development. You know, when it started is when I went to the MAC counter to try to do the red lip like sister does. Yes. Yes. And yes. which was kind of a moderate fail. I feel like in the whole scheme of things, I mean, I still use it a little bit, but I have to really tone it down. I just can't do the super bold yeah. red lip. Yeah. But, um, but I do use it, but that, what I noticed I liked is to use the lip liner. Like it makes my lipstick stay so much better and I kind of color it in a little bit. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I feel like I'm on a, I'm on a lip liner thing. I think that as we get older and we have some Mm -hmm. fine lines, Mm -hmm. I think it makes our lipstick stay better. I agree. Listen, sister would tell you that the key to her red lip is her lip liner because she Mm -hmm. lines it and then she fills in and then she does her lipstick on top Mm -hmm. and it just keeps it looking even and good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the key. If you're going to do a bold lip like that. So, but what I got was the NYX and it was, it's even called something like natural or something. So it's just a Hmm. real bland kind of color. 
So I could really put almost anything on top of it or with it, but I, I like it. So, but I put a little bit of Vaseline on my lips before I put it on so it doesn't go on super dry. Like it kind of goes on right. easier, but it, I feel like it makes my lipstick stay longer. Um, Hazel, by the way, is growling at me again, and I'm trying to entertain her, but she's not having it. Well, um, I, I she know. says this podcast is dumb. I know. <laughs> okay, so Justin Bieber. Justin yes. Bieber. So Justin Bieber in Atlanta. There were there were two things that really stood out to me about the Justin um, Bieber show initially when we when we first got there, and I was with mm-hmm. my friend Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, the first was I've never seen that many rompers in one in one place in one arena. There was I can't even imagine the, the rompers. Uh, there were floral rompers. There were striped rompers. There were strapless rompers. There were black rompers. There were there were royal blue. I mean. Uh, just about every girl there mm-hmm. between the ages of 14 and I would, I would say 26 mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. on a romper. Um, that's a, that's a lot of people that are committed to stripping down to go to the bathroom. I will tell you something. You're exactly right. And that's and, my whole issue with a romper. I mean, well, I have a lot of issues with a romper. <laughs> that is one of my biggest ones. So there was, there was that. The, the second thing was that, um, that there was a, an enormous commitment in that arena. And we were at Phillips, so that was like 23,000 people, people mm-hmm. big arena. Um, an enormous commitment to a beachy wave with the mm-hmm. hair. An enormous commitment to mm-hmm. beachy wave and or beachy wave plus braid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have a braid in there, I feel like. And, and so then I go, then I'm, then I'm trying to go back in my head to what it's like to be that age at a big concert. Now, I would not know because I never got to go to one. But, yes. but there's, there's somehow in that inherently to me a, 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 a deep hope that there's going to be a moment in the show when Justin Bieber points at you. For sure. For sure. And says, it's hey, that, you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Maybe my mama does like you. <laughs> he likes everyone. He likes everyone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there was that. So that was fascinating. I could have just watched that component alone for hours. Yeah. Okay. Second thing, um, when the show starts, or I guess the second area I would like to cover is that when the show started, nobody applauded. They just screamed. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was like that at Taylor Swift or not. But, Taylor Swift's a lot like that. It's a lot of just screaming for sure. Yeah, there was there was a lot of screaming, very little applause of any sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting, and and mm-hmm. also, loud. but you know what? It was the same. That was the same at Justin Timberlake too. It was a lot of screaming, a lot of screaming. Mm-hmm. It, was, mm-hmm. it was significant. Um, yeah. Well, I, but I would think Justin Bieber would would top because Justin Timberlake was more of an I mean, not an older crowd, but I mean, it was a crowd that started probably mid twenties predominantly, and right. then went from there. Not a lot of teens at Justin Timberlake necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there were a lot at Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> lots, lots. I'm sure. Okay, so then the show started, and I will say, like, the lights and the set and the production and the projection and everything to do with the show, just unbelievable, just incredibly well done, just, like, crazy good to look mm-hmm. at and whatever. Yeah. Wow. So, so that, does he dance? Oh, does he? Listen, he danced, really, I think more, 
I mean, he sang, but the dancing for me was the real highlight. Like the dance, I thought the dance, I thought the dance elements were just were unbelievable, just so good. Okay. okay. But okay. yes, he does dance. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of think he sang to a track when he danced, but I don't know that for sure. Um, I think you would almost have to. Yeah. And then there was a set. There was a section where it was just him acoustic on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And so you knew he was really singing. And there were other songs where I, you could tell he was really singing. But I felt like whenever he had a big dance number mm-hmm. um, and he they were singing, they would immediately, when when the song was over, it was like they would turn on his microphone so we could hear him going like, <sighs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, the microphone's on, everybody. Hey, guess what? Uh-huh. The microphone's on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So he yeah. had a moment right at the beginning of the acoustic part where he got a little snippy with the audience. It was hard oh. to hear because we were all, we were on the, on the first level off the floor, but we were all the way in the back. That was, mm-hmm. so we did not have to sit in the center of the screaming. Yes. But, um, but he got a little, he was a little defensive. Like he, he told everybody they needed to quit clapping because it was throwing oh. him off. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And that's when the teacher in me wants to stand up yeah. and say, hey, let me tell you young something. Man. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something, young man. You signed mm-hmm. up for this, and these mm-hmm. people have paid a lot of money for this. So if they can't get the, their clap straight, like maybe maybe you just switch it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. You need to, you need to punt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he just was a little, he was a little edgy. He seemed really tired. There were a couple of points in the concert where he just, he just sort of laid down. Um, oh, on the stage? <laughs> well, one time was on this trampoline that descended from the from the ceiling, uh-huh. uh, which was a neat visual. But he he was doing a backflip and he kind of over, I think he he over, I don't know, overextended or something and kind of landed on his back on the trampoline. He just stayed there and finished the song. Oh, huh? And then one time he just sort of huh. he just and so I start having these moments like, oh, this is going to be one of those Justin Bieber shows where like he has a meltdown. Yes, where he See, just we're gonna le- say we were here. Where he just leaves, you know. But here's what happened. I think right after that acoustic part, he got Usher to come out. And I'm telling Uh, you that Usher uh, mm -hmm, can put on a show. Usher can put on a show. Usher isn't telling people not to clap because Usher's not not telling people not to clap. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that was one of those things like, oh, Mm -hmm. yes, sir. You have, you have done this before. You have done this well. Uh And he really got the crowd so pumped up that it changed the tone of the show. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. got the crowd so into it that I felt like from there on out, Justin Bieber was okay. And I, listen, I I think Justin Bieber is great. I think he's so talented. Yes. I have big hopes and dreams for Justin Bieber. Um, I'm sure you do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> I don't know. He just reminds me of like, if you know, he's the age where I could have like taught him, you know, in English or something. And he could have kind of had a little wayward spell and then coming back around. Yeah. I, I want to see him come back around. But, but it really did. Like he was much better after the Usher part. Okay. So he needed somebody to kind of carry him a little bit. Well, I think, yeah, it was just, maybe it was just a reminder, Hey, you need to up your game a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But the dance, like the dancing was incredible that the set was so neat. It was real. I'm glad. I'm really glad I saw it. Yeah. Um, You needed to see it. Well, now you can say that you've seen him. Yes. But now I was exhausted exhausted I can't even imagine Thursday and had a meeting at 7 30 oh my gosh so and we got home about 12 45 and then you have to wind down kind of you have to wind down so it was probably Mm -hmm. close to tea when I went to bed so that Mm. was that was fun times but it was I'm glad I went okay well that is fascinating I think that there you know it's really interesting because what was it 
was it the Grammys a few years ago when Justin Timberlake did his whole big thing and like blew it out? And you're like, well, this is a master class on how to be an entertainer. Yeah, like, it was the MTV Music Awards. Yes, that's what it was. Where he just and I and I think that was like Taylor Swift. I will have to say, I mean, I've seen her twice. She has that same thing. Like so gracious, so appreciative of the people that are there and the money that they have spent and. I don't know. And and it felt, both of them, I would say, felt, had this thing where you're like, well, this is the first time they've ever done this and they are so <laughs> excited to be doing it. Like yeah, they're yeah. super enthusiastic mm -hmm. where I think I might be a little bit more likely to lay on the trampoline and be like, I'm just going <laughs> to sing this song. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I missed that, that backflip I was doing and I'm just, I can't get up right now. <laughs> yes. I just can't. I can't. Yes, yes. But I appreciate I mean, I think if you pay the kind of money that concert tickets by and large cost these days, it's nice to feel like the entertainer is as into it as you are. I, I know. Is Maple okay? I feel like... <laughs> it's what, what, is, what, is, what has happened is yes. that Piper has now come in, too. Okay, all right. And I'm on the lower bunk, and Piper has found herself one of Caroline's socks, and she's very enthusiastic, and she's playing with it and then she's jumping down with it and then she's jumping back up and I think she's trying to entice Mabel <laughs> but Mabel is just looking at her like she could not be more annoyed with yeah. this entire scenario yeah. like I'm here with my mama don't you get it like yes and you take your, take your dumb sock and get on out of here so but that's that's what has happened gotcha mm -hmm. uh, um, so anyway, that was my exciting, that was my exciting. That's um, very exciting. I'm so glad you went. I think that's a very current thing to do. I feel like that's, it's well, good. You know, to, you know me. I mean. <laughs> I know how much that means to you. You know me. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Staying, staying up with the trends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that. So, um, okay. The only other thing that I was going to bring up when you said beachy waves, it made me mm -hmm. think of this curling iron that I saw the other day. Okay. And it's called the Beach Waiver, and you can go to beachwaver.com. This is not a commercial. <laughs> Hold on, let me get let me get my Manila folder so I can write uh -huh. that down. The beachwaver.com. Beach I'm okay. real interested. I'm real tempted to buy this curling iron. So what it is is mm -hmm. it's well, it was an install Best Beauty buy, sure, which is where I saw it, and so you know that sucks me in. But it, is, it has a small little clamp down at the base of it. It has a ceramic, it's ceramic rod, which is supposed to be better for your hair. But you just clamp it, your hair, in the base of that little thing. And then you push a button and it rotates for you to create the perfect beach wave. Well, so there's will... nothing that could go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. as long as you don't hit go, it doesn't, you can go slow, you can go, but you... It's got a fast and slow rotation option. And sure. so, it just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. Well, that's, I can't figure out. I'm like, does it really do something unique or is it truly its only redeeming quality that it rotates for you so that you don't have to actually rotate? But I sure. can't, but there's, there's a video. If you go to the, to the website, you can see a video of how it works and how it's okay. all. Okay. But I, I, I'm real intrigued by it. I, I'm going to need to know somebody who actually has one first. But, the I mean, install, waver. it's mm -hmm. the best beauty buy. I don't think install would lie. Hey, one one day, seriously, and I think I've probably threatened this before, I'm I'm going to get one of those beach waver curling rod things, wand, rod, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to beach wave my hair, and you, you're going to wet your pants. 
I, I'm, I want to see it. That would make me so happy. You're going to wet your pants. I mean, like it, it would, it, it, it would, it would carry you for a long time. I feel it like. would, and I feel like it would look really good too. I feel like I'd be really excited about it. Yeah, I don't think it would look really good. I think it would just be pure comedy. Honestly, I think it would. I think when we're on the bus for compassion, maybe we need to have a hairstyle night. And that, hey, that's a good reminder because I've gotten a lot of not. And when I say a lot, like maybe mm-hmm. six, well, um, yeah, three, <laughs> had four, yeah tweets or emails about the compassion tour and we still mm-hmm. don't know like we still don't know all the dates we still don't know but we do know that it's been an abbreviated tour correct yeah I mean, yeah we're just we're, it's going to be one weekend mm-hmm. and um and so we're waiting to hear and it's going to be four dates and we're waiting to hear what those four dates are going to be yeah but we don't know we know well we know bentonville arkansas is one of them yes and charlotte north carolina is one charlotte of them. north carolina is we one don't of know them. the other we, two we don't know where else we're going to be but the, apparently the problem is is that june in churches is not necessarily a great month because of all the vbs and all that stuff so yes yeah, so it's been a little bit it's been a little trickier scheduling than yes than what we had thought but mm-hmm. if this one if if it goes well and we are fans of the bus we have been told that it's something we could possibly do again at a later time but yes. that but it remains to be seen if we will feel like that is something that we want to do yes mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> as opposed to just flying somewhere <laughs> and- right sure mm-hmm. um there was something i was going to tell you i don't remember what it was Oh, well, that's okay. Um, so what else is there? So th- anything coming up for y'all? Anything on the horizon? No, just the end of school. God, I'm so excited. So um, no, we don't really have anything. We've got soccer the next two weekends, and then we're done with that. And then we've got May to finish out for school. And um, that's it. That's it. So I'm going to Abilene, Texas this Thursday. Yeah, sure. this Thursday. And then that's it. What about you? Same. I mean, I've got, we've got, I mean, every weekend is something I feel like, but it's just all, all kind of wind down stuff. I have the, uh, the luncheon for my, um, for my senior girls is this Saturday and I am supposed to speak. And I honestly, like, I, you know, I, I never, I mean, like I'm always happy to speak places, but this is one time where I think, well, at what point will I just start to weep? And then not, mm-hmm. and not stop. Mm-hmm. 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 So I've been working on that. And that's the probably probably the hardest um, oh, yeah. message. Not not necessarily even from an emotional standpoint, but it's just like, well, I mean, we have spent a lot of time together. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. So anyway, so that's, um, that's Saturday. And Sister and Barry are coming this weekend to watch Alex play lacrosse, which is fun. Oh, fun. And, um, and then we've got States playing at, in Alabama the next weekend. And so I think we're going to try to get to one of those games just cause that's close. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then, um, and then it'll pretty much be the first weekend in, I don't know, it'll be graduation, SEC tournament time, mm-hmm. Alex's mm-hmm. sixth grade graduation, all that kind of stuff coming up. So crazy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of us. We're just kind of winding down. I think we're ready for school to be done. We're on the tail end. So I'm on the tail end of school. I'm on the tail end of this book. And then I'm hoping for mm-hmm. a summer, I may just take a good long nap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch well, all the television. Oh, I, listen, if I could, if I could have a weekend where I could sleep and I know that I chose to go to Starville, it's not like, you know, Yes, but, but I really still. that was good for me. Did I tell you I bought a big, huge photograph while I was there? No, of what? 
it's this guy who does this photography of the Mississippi Delta. And I cannot explain it to you, but he had a booth set up. We were at the Cotton District Arts Festival. He had this booth set up. And I see this photograph. It's black and white. And it's got, really, it's a big sky, which, you know, um, a church, a big tree. And then it's in front of it are fields that have been tilled like you know what I mean oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that and I saw it and I like I, I started crying and this is pretty much I don't mm. know maybe I'm just maybe that's how tired I am anyway so I bought that I can't wait to get that framed that's very fun I love that I can't wait to see it I know that's my favorite favorite thing um here lately that I've run into so anyway um so I can't even remember what I was saying but your uh, startful and just everything mm-hmm. going on, I would really like a day to sleep in. This is that time of year. I don't know what it is, but the last thing I want to do in the morning is wake up. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, and it seems like I feel like every morning the alarm goes off. I'm like, how did it, how is it already time to get up? So, hey, have y'all got any good music as we head into summer? Anything no. y'all listen to? We don't either. No, Mm-mm. nope. Mm-mm, no, but I really have gotten to where I'm so listening to all my 70s mixes on everything right uh-huh. now that I yeah. feel like I'm just totally immersed in 1970s right okay. now. So there there could be something good out there, but I haven't. No, I do like, I love Dave Barnes' new one, but I think we've already talked about that. Yes. So, but it feels very 1970s. Yes, I love it as well because it feels, mm-hmm. but as far as the radio, I feel like we're in a bad spot. We're in a bad radio place right now. Yeah, it's it's not good. There's nothing nothing comes on that I'm excited to hear on the radio right now. No. So, but I feel like too now that I can listen to all my music in the car, which I didn't used to be able to do because I didn't have Bluetooth in my car. But now that I can oh, do that easily, you know what game I mean? Changer. Like, it is because now I don't have to listen. I never listen to the radio hardly mm-hmm. either. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm always listening to whatever I want to listen to. The world so, is your oyster, Melanie The world Shankle. is my oyster. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, I think I better go check on my people now because I hear everybody's starting to get real pipers milling. Everybody's very restless. Mabel's growling. we got a lot going on. So, um, <laughs> but, oh, see, she just pulled my microphone. Piper. Oh. Oh, she wants me. She says, what is this for and what is this little robot that is here? So. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well let's get to talk to y'all. I know. Bye, everybody. Y'all have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,